KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company. Schleider Painting, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday. What a wonderful day it is. We're heading toward warmer temperatures, a fabulous tomorrow. No more discussions, conversations around ice melt. Well, you know, maybe we'll get there again, but uh, for today, this weekend, now, we're talking about a lovely neighborhood day with the sun uh, peeking out every now and again. It'll be an improving day and a wonderful weekend. Good morning, good Saturday, as Mike Miller said this morning, good gardening. Today is the Home Improvement Show, the Helitech Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Gutterworks. This is Scott Mosby. I'm with you two hours today. The topic for today is your home, your health, your comfort, your safety, all the things around the home that you are responsible for, whether you live under a viaduct, cardboard box, uh, palace, penthouse, whatever it might be. Everybody lives somewhere. Phone lines, phone calls, phone topics today, 314-436-7900, toll free, 800-925-1120. The people that listen to this show are loyal KMWX family listeners, new homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, contractors, clients around the globe, and people trying to improve their homes. Whether or not it is just getting that doorknob to latch correctly, the threshold to seal, oh, newsflash we now have for the last 15, 20 years, adjustable thresholds. They need maintenance. Yep, that those little three screws down in the middle of that threshold looking up at you, that may be an adjustable threshold. So on a wonderful day and weekend like this, it might be a good opportunity for the walkabout around the home. Just go for a little, uh, you know, stroll around the outside of your house. Maybe tomorrow when it warms up just a little bit into the 60s, but just a time to go out and have a general review of your home the properties, the trees, foliage, gardens, all the things that Mother Nature likes to compromise around our homes. Phone calls for you for this two-hour period, all about you this time, 314-436-7900, toll-free, anywhere on the globe if you've got Internet access, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby. I own and operate Mosby Building Arts. We were founded in 1947, a second-generation family business, now moving into its third generation, if you will. And we like to describe ourselves as a family business. The family now includes clients, customers, all the associates at Mosby Building Arts, all of our trade partners from electricians, plumbers, heating and cooling people, folks that have been on the journey with us trying to handle, fix, correct, whether it is their lives and their employment or their home's health, safety, and comfort as a homeowner. We describe ourselves as students. As such, we're pretty good students, and over time, we've been asked to become instructors, sometimes like this on University of CAMWEX, 50,000 watts of one of the oldest and greatly storied 
AM radio stations in the United States. It, it's kind of heady um, and sometimes intimidating to sit here on this microphone and think of the names, the history, uh, and the future because uh, regular radio like this is on the rise, believe it or not, is on the rise because we are portable. Regardless of the device, we have a way to reach you. Uh, one of the things that comes to you is an app, you know, APP application. Uh, you can download radio.com wherever you are radio.com from the apple store uh you know whether you uh are on a smartphone uh telephone in the car wherever it is you can connect with this show these podcasts and with the radio.com instant rewind what did scott say instant recall 20 second rollback there he is he's saying it again so i pledge to you my best my top answer, uh, I uh, will bring to you whatever experience I have. I will share candor, sometimes a little difficult. The, the hardest question I have on this radio show, and I get asked that occasionally, what's the hardest question you've a ever asked? And it's when my experience differs from one of the answers from the callers. And sometimes we debate it right there on, on the radio show, right here live in front of you know thirty to 50,000 listeners. Yeah, Saturday morning, KMOX right here. Uh, and uh, KMOX was founded, I think, in 1925. Uh, the, the Kind of the rumor, uh, whether true or not, uh, Kirkwood, Missouri, KMO, KMO, Kirkwood, Missouri, X, Christmas Eve, uh, was the first broadcast. Whether that story started after KMOX's first broadcast on Christmas Eve in 1925 or after, either way, it is now part of the lore, L-O-R-E, the history, uh, kind of the tale of KMOX. Uh, right now, my show, this home improvement show, my name is Scott Mosby. I've been on here now. I'm in my 23rd year. Uh, that's kind of fun, too, because um, I love to learn and what I've discovered as I learn more and more is how often I have been wrong <laughs> yeah people call me an expert what that really means is what I used to think was really true and I debated and lobbied and argued heavily that that was it 10 15 20 years later I find out whoa at the time that was the best knowledge but whether you're part of medicine uh, on the supplier end of uh, caregiving or on the receiving end, as a patient, we know that as well in medicine, that what we thought was true 10, 20 years ago, you know, or hundreds of years ago, leeches, bloodletting, you know, all those sorts of things, we all bleed them, get all the bad stuff out. Oh, not, maybe not the best policy today in 2020. So those things that I believe 20 years ago, we now answer, and I pretty much retract some of my fabulous advice. So that being said, I promise you my best current knowledge from Scott Mosby and Mosby Building Arts, my day job, if you will. Um, the company was founded in 1947 by my father, Sam Mosby. Uh, this is a wonderful way for me as his son to keep that alive because about half of what I answer from my father 50, 60, 70 years ago as I grew up, golly, it's still true because it's the Midwest and we don't really jump on the new 
early idea. We tend to be in the show me state. Uh, for those of you listening in the Missouri and and Illinois, eh, you're just like us, folks. You know, we're all the part of the same culture, whether we want to be or not. So we tend to be a little more skeptical. I, I want you to prove that to me first. Uh, 314-436-7900 puts us together. 436-7900. If you're a first-time home buyer or you know somebody who is, turn them on to CamoX. This is the place, I promise you, my best current knowledge, uh, and I will own my stuff. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong, uh, and I know it, believe it or not. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think I invented being wrong. Well, maybe not, maybe just an early convert. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. So the toughest question I answer is when uh, one of them might be grounding. Uh, well, you know, that that's a good example. I had a call, caller come in and say, well, why don't you just take the third prong of a three-plug electrical, you know, duplex device and just ground it. That works. Well, it works, but it's actually grounding fraud, kind of an electrical fraud. So I get that suggestion sometimes, and it's hard because that third prong electrical ground, you know, that little smiley face, you have slot, slot, and then that kind of round thing on the third device when you go to plug in a electrical plug, a duplex, or outlet as you might refer to it that third thing is kind of what keeps us safe and what we thought in the 1960s was two plugs were enough power ground return the circuit on alternating current right back to home everything's good well we discovered sometimes things get awry and the ground wire may or may not go where it's supposed to and sometimes the user of that appliance device whatever it is becomes the ground that's not good thus the ground fault circuit interrupter when grounding is incomplete this thing shuts it off so all kinds of little things here anyway I'll get up off my stump right now we'll go to the CAMWEX website and invite you to radio.com r-a-d-i-o dot c-o-m one more time phone lines for you 314 314- 436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby. This is CAMOX, and we are both at your service on CAMOX. Now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, Scott Mosby, back together talking about all things around the home. Question and answer format. Sometimes I'll ask the questions. Generally, you ask the questions, ask me for some sort of a schooled answer. I will give you the current logic behind my question. If I don't know the answer, sometimes I understand the physics and the question. I'll try and bring you up to speed of what you're really up against and how to logic or think this through or make a good, good wise consumer uh, decision. Uh, one article that I came upon this past week reading was uh, America is overrun with bathrooms. We go back to the Romans thousands of years ago. My source is uh, The Atlantic, which came through here uh, in a magazine as well and it was really from the Romans thousands of years ago we had great big bathrooms baths were a public event then you come through to the privy the outhouse and all that on the plains of the United States or America as we became the US over the years and then as we uh, developed uh, it became a marketing or opportunity to have a master bath so if mom and dad the parents the uh, uh, you know Lord and lady of the home wanted their own place with a master suite 
well, if they have their own bathroom, now we need a second privy. We need a second bathroom where the kids can use it. So now it became a two-bathroom thing. So you have the master bath just for uh, mom and dad. You have the hall bath or kids bath for the children having separate facilities as well. Sometimes uh, young kids learning to use the facilities don't necessarily leave them as clean as we personally would like to in our personal lives. And then you get to the guests and, oh, well, then if the kids leave their toothpaste out or their towels on the floor now we wind up poof two and a half baths with a powder room for guest use the messy hall bathroom for the children and then the master bath well interesting we are one of the few and only places in the globe where that is common in price ranges of the home. So, you know, you wind up with, you know, the uh, villa out in the middle of uh, Spain, Italy, Greece, whatever it is, you know, those grand places might have multiple bathrooms. But generally, when you have middle class America having two and a half, three baths, four baths now, uh, and it is one of the highest return on investments uh, that is available. Uh, Remodeling Magazine every year does a cost versus value report. Believe it or not, remodeling a bathroom or even adding a bathroom is a very high, a dollar for dollar or more return on investment. So for every dollar you put out, you get a dollar back or sometimes a dollar ten, dollar twenty if you're adding a bathroom to a one bathroom home. Going from one to two bathrooms, the return on investment is more than a dollar because now the standard expectation in the United States is by golly two bathrooms here. Uh, one thing I learned that as families come and you get more family members, when we all come home, by golly, toilets are important because we're all going to the can before we go to whatever dinner or lunch or, you know, whatever that next activity is. So bathrooms, very high return on investment and why you see so many things in the remodeling construction industry focused around bathrooms. Now let's go to the phone lines here. I'm talking tired of listening to myself. Let's go talk with my friend Mike. Mike, good morning. Welcome to KMWX, my friend. How may I help, sir? Yeah, Scott. Um, this could wind up to be a home improvement thing, but I've got a volunteer uh, Bradford pair that came in. It's probably about 10 foot from my foundation. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, is that going to affect? I looked online, it really doesn't give you much information there, but is that going to hurt that, you know, and, and do any damage? Uh, Bradford pairs are more. Um susceptible to splitting bow to where the you know the two branches one falls so the risk to you for a Bradford pear is not a whole lot for the roots because they don't have a great big powerful root system like an oak or an ash or something like that those deep tap roots and then you have the surface roots so it's not a big issue with that Mike uh, it's more the foliage and one of those uh, branches or bow being pretty large breaking off in an ice, snow, or windstorm and falling on your house and causing damage that way. So 10 feet away is not a big deal for a Bradford pear, but I tend to like to have most um, rooted trees to be 10 to 15 feet or more beyond. So 10 feet, you're kind of okay. Okay. Well, thanks very much. Love your show. 
Yeah, Mike, thanks. Good question. Uh, and if it were a different type of tree, then I might have a very different answer. And the next thing is, is if that tree's right on top of where your sewer goes out, uh, those trees, Mother Nature is undefeated. She will find uh, nutrients and water, and both come from your sewer. So uh, uh, trees like to go there and plug up those pipes. So location to where your sewer goes out, sewer clean out in the front yard, and all that stack in the basement that that's another caveat there okay good call good start from mike let's go see what's cooking with my buddy ed hey ed good morning welcome to saturday on camo x scott mosby at your service how can i help uh mr mosby i i listened to to, anyway that that answer that you just gave about the brad preparer sounds like something uh, anyway something like uh, your uh, uh, Mr. Miller would answer the, your, 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 the friend on the earlier show. Because I, you know, but you're you are spot on. And Ed, most of what I know comes from Mike Miller in that regard. Because so. I listen to you both. I don't, uh, but I don't really care about trees. I'm sitting in a house and I got to construct. But uh, the other thing, I, I listen to you, and I learn more about the uh, the city of St. Louis because uh-huh. I didn't know. That uh, I, I'm I'm sitting in St. Louis Hills in a, mm-hmm. in a nice house, and 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 I learned that they call Clay Town, yeah, because Clay. And I'll tell you, I'm sitting in St. Louis Hills, and I had a question in St. Louis Hills. Yeah, we we got the most beautiful brick here. Mm-hmm. Do you see? But 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 what we do. But that's a Clay Town. We took the clay made it hard because I got the most beautiful and I get now I got a direct question mm-hmm. I am sitting in a so 70 year old hold up in St. Louis Hills anyway mm-hmm. and I'm going to replace a, on a second a two fam, uh, it's a two family it's a two family I'm sitting on the second floor you got beautiful wood floors got beautiful this is really mm-hmm. good but 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 I'm on the second floor and because uh, anyway, I'm going to replace that wood floor uh, because they're sagging, and I'm going to and I'm going to I'm going to do state of the art, and, and I I'm going to do state of the art, and and I am. It's going to cost me a lot of money, but what's the best thing I can get? Because I'm looking, I want the best because I can afford the best. It's only two, but anyway, because right now. I'm I'm looking at floating vinyl that comes from high end twenty two dollars a square foot. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is that state of the art? Because I know you do state of the art. You you got art in your name, but because because hey this this when it was built it was state of the art, and this is worth saving. You talked about return on investment. I bought this thing 25 years ago yeah. for $112,000. It's worth my return on investment. At least double that. Oh, no, trust me. <laughs> Maybe but, but, do you see, but, but it's location, location, yeah. and, 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 and when you talk, you have, you have, you talk quality. Well, Ed, let me get in here. Uh, okay. Be- because uh, I'm listening. the best 
as you described, St. Louis Hills has an expectation. You go into St. Louis Hills and you expect brick, you expect quality, yeah. plaster, stone foundations. Uh, it may not, and not much for closets because we had a closet tax when, you know, St. Louis Hills was built. So the more closets you had, the more property tax you paid. Uh -huh. But the point being that I'm going to defer back to your neighborhood, the standard top-of-the-line floor in your neighborhood is hardwood. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you, this is why. I'm on the second floor. And the thing is, I'm in a two-family, do you see? And right, right. And the water, I'm in a two-family, and the water will go down, do you see? Yeah, oh, and sure. It, and it will run down because because my wood floors, my, they're great wood floors. They're beautiful wood floors. Yeah, I, I would replace with wood floors. I would, because your neighborhood, uh, there have been some really cheap vinyl floors put into St. No, Louis no, no, Hills. No, 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 but, but and these, so you're going to get brushed with that same expectation by the next buyer of that home. I Personally, um, if it's you, I would advocate for hardwood floors similar to what you had when that place was new because that's what the next buyer will expect. If they're if they're in love with St. Louis Hills, it's hardwood and probably not. Even if it's a luxury vinyl, you spend a thousand dollars a square foot, they're still going to brush it off as now oh, they got that vinyl floor in there, even just, though it's beautiful. So I'm, I'm going to advocate for nothing but, but, but you're, natural. You're, you're you're exactly right because I've thought about this because I don't want to pay that much, but but it looks just it's it, it, it's a product and it looks like. It looks like the wood floor. It looks oh, exactly. Yeah. It looks exactly. And what they told me, what they told me is that we'll I'm gonna spend an extra six hundred dollars to take it off, flatten it out so it rolls. So it oh, rolls the right way. Do you that's see the best six hundred dollars. I, I would I would pay it if it was twenty six hundred dollars. I'm I'm taking it off myself. Do you see? Because yeah. I can see it, and the wood floor is beautiful. But yeah. but. I'm on the second floor, and when the water goes down into my downstairs unit, <laughs> it, it takes care of the plaster. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Water, water. And my I'm going to have to move on here. Hang on, me, buddy. Hang well, on. Well, I need. We can't keep. This can't be the Ed and Scott show all for two hours. We need to let somebody <laughs> but, in here. But I learned more from you and Mike Miller. Well, thank you. Mike. But, Mike's a sharp guy. My favorite, here's one of my favorite questions on Camwex. I have listened to you for years. I love you now. Mike, how do I make my plants grow? And they're, in, they're talking to Scott. So I, I have no illusions that Mike's a cooler guy than me. I, you know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> you, really, you, know, you know, really, I'll tell you, you two guys have aged well. Well, I don't have the style that Mike does. I, you know, I don't have the hair, and I don't have the cool legs. He, he sports those legs and the shorts way better than me, buddy. Oh, you're good looking over the phone. Okay? Uh, yeah, I've got face for radio, brother. Hey, Ed, thanks for the call, mon frere. Thank, take care. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, Cam Wex. You know what? Mike Miller is Mike Miller. I'm just not as cool, hip, or 
green as him for sure. But what I do know about plants, these questions about trees, some of that is is really from the building uh, point of view. The other half of it is knowing which trees have what root systems that then wind up and then I dial that through my construction experience like, yeah, those trees are always in the doggone sewer. That's probably not the right tree to have growing over your sewer line leaving the front or back of your house. Anyway, we have phone lines open and we've got a great start. Scott Mosby here. Phone lines 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120. When we come back, we will talk more about phone calls, good topics, and CAMOX. Scott Mosby at your service. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Yes, indeed. Back together. Scott Mosby here, live and lively, uh, riding the wave of Mike Miller and the Camwax Garden Hotline. You bet. You know, I uh, one of the greatest things uh, for my green life uh, was being on the radio. So I've been on the radio now 23 years. Mike Miller's been on 24, 25. He was around here when I got here. And, uh, you know, I wound up right before in the first part, uh, and the history of that was Ace Hardware had, uh, so Camwix had a sponsor. Al Schneider, my predecessor, had retired. He just had enough of Saturdays. He was working five days a week. Had an, he didn't really enjoy it anymore. And so he turned in his resignation and Ace Hardware had a uh, sponsorship. We've got a message to get out. We need a radio. You know, so they sponsored the show. So Camwex at the time went looking for a new new uh, host. Lo and behold, here I come. So uh, one of Ace's requirements was we want the show on at 9 a.m. Well, that bumped Mike. Well, the good news is Mike was right after my show, so I got to meet Mike Miller. I got to hear. And all those questions you have for Mike Miller on the Camwex Garden Hotline, I had a private audience, and he was trapped in that room until I went on the air. So I, I did learn a lot. So the last 23 years on Camwex have been very good for the Mosby lawn, landscape, all of that. And as water management, one of the things that we at Mosby Building Arts are really good at is getting water out away and keeping it from coming in to structures, whether it's reciting windows, doors, grading, drainage, additions, second, whatever the things we do, making sure the water doesn't tear that thing apart is a big deal and for some reason uh, landscapers didn't quite get that part right and Mike Miller was able to teach me a lot of things for example St. Louis is the garden mulch capital of the world uh, apparently more mulch and uh, is, is sold in St. Louis than most any other place per capita uh, and one of the things we learned and, and you know Mike said be careful he said oftentimes the soil does not grade away from the house but the mulch does so when you have water in a basement oftentimes I'll scratch back and this is Mike speaking the mulch and you know it looks like the everything's sloping away from the house the soil is sloping toward the foundation but the way the mulch is built up it it looks like everything's good but it's not so you know then Mike Miller's like one of the two worst things you can put next to your foundation is mulch and gravel because it masks and lets the water right there anyway on and on we go let's get Scott Mosby back on the phone lines here uh, we do have phone lines open 314-436-7900 toll-free 800-925-1120 let's see what's happening with my friend Mike hey Mike Scott Mosby here how can I help you sir hi Scott uh 
been a long-time listener off and on over the years. Um, go back to Al Schneider as well. Oh, wow. uh, what I'm interested in uh, is thinking about new construction and siding choices. And I, on my current house, I had it resided with a fiber cement siding from the well-known manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at there's a, a kind of a, a wood fiber similar type product but not made with cement they use resins i think yeah for the yeah. and i uh if i'm permitted i could say the um manufacturer and the yeah, product go ahead. yeah L- lp smart side yeah so yeah. so i'm interested in your evaluation of those two products and which one would be uh a better choice well i so i I've been deep into the LP smart side um, and the resin and and the fiber cement. The fiber cement is a fabulous material, but it's concrete, and we have serious freeze-thaw issues. So the fiber, so there's fiber in that uh, uh, cement siding. Uh, you know, so Hardy Board has fiber. So it does somewhat absorb moisture, uh, and then the the it can have problems over time in a freeze-thaw, 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 just like our concrete our streets and our roads and bridges so i i like you started well there's got to be another place another way and our production team as well got on that bandwagon what is better well okay then you've got the lp smart side which is chipboard it's osb oriented strand board with a bunch of resin in it well that can't be good well so we started dumping this stuff into buckets let's let's see how it works after a week well, it looks pretty good in a week. So we had cement board, we had vinyl, of course, which was not affected. But then we put the LP Smart Site and other composite materials. Boral has some trims. I mean, because once you start putting up an artificial, what trim is suitable with that? And then, you know, the major manufacturer on the cement board, we started using their trim. Some of their trim has a, like the surface of an asphalt driveway and that just wasn't quite as crisp as we were looking for so you know this wasn't just that smart anyway the long and the short of it here mike is we got pretty much on board with the lp smart side we like the stuff uh we still can't find too many problems with it you do have a higher responsibility of of painting it because it's kind of it, it although it's smooth you can get it in different textures uh we're still 50 50 on the pre-finished versus site finished um, primarily because you can better paint anything in a factory than you can on site whether it's hardwood floors a house or whatever but when you have to then take that perfectly coated something hardwood floor siding whatever it is and then handle ship it to a site store it carry it and then install it and then not mess it up with ladders and such so the pre-finished comes with scuff scratch and installation scuffs that are typical in any handling of a product including the pre-finished cement board and all the various choices so we're kind of 50 50 on the pre-finished anything or site finished because some of the you know some of the paint coatings from the manufacturers are getting into 12 13 and 15 year warranties where the coating will take 
the wear and tear if you can get it to stick. So uh, I'm a fan of LP Smart Siding. I'm a fan of cement board, more or less cement board uh, because of the freeze thaw problems we have, you know, just in the Midwest. If you can hear my voice, you're going to be cold this week. You're going to be warm this week. Well, golly, you're getting them both. So anyway, that's the long and the short, Mike, on uh, any follow-ups to that you might have? Yeah, um, so... And, and I heard you about the uh, problems with pre-finished versus site-finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were going to build a new house right now in St. Louis, what I think I hear you saying you'd take the LP smart side and you'd probably job finish it. Yes, that's that's pretty much the Mosby Building Arts practice today because when we're done painting, it's pretty well perfect. Uh, on a pre-finished board, it's like touching up an automobile. What's good is better, but what is not sticks out like a sore thumb. And then if you touch that up, you're really in trouble. You just can't touch up a car in the middle of the hood with a touch-up brush, or nor can you to a perfectly finished, pre-finished anything. So our practice is, you know, site install, site finish, uh, and yet consumers, you know, that costs more than a pre-finished material by far. So, and, and the next thing here is I'm more interested here, Mike, in some sort of an insulation wrap around the outside of the house underneath any cladding system, be it brick, smart side, uh, cement board, vinyl, put a put an overcoat parka on the outside of that house that covers the studs, including the the insulation cavities between the two by fours. You following me there? Yes, yes. The that, like uh, Tyvek type. No, no, foam board, you know, oh. one inch of foam, because what we've learned in the building science is making two by four two by four studs and then two by six you get more insulation in between the two by fours but you aren't insulating where the bridge the two by four goes from the outside all the way to the inside that's still a 1.52 you know r value or you know it's just not as insulate so what we've learned is cover the whole thing just like you and i go outside we put a coat on over all of us well, do the same to your house. So once you, you know, typical studs, insulation inside, but if you're doing frame and then covering it with a cladding, cover it one more time with a layer, a one-inch uh, foam of some sort at least, and then, you know, that brings in, you know, whether you use a house wrap Tyvek sort of system, you know, how do you manage moisture when you put a plastic foam on the out so i mean again it's a big deal but make sure you get that outside insulation correct um and and that's i'm more interested in doing that than choosing any kind of a material and okay, don't well, don't rule out and brick. You can open the door for a file another follow-up which is yeah are you familiar with sip type oh uh, yeah yeah panel? Yeah, beware. I'm deep into SIP, structural insulated panels. Uh, When you have a climate um, like uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Midwest with the humidity, if you don't get the joints between those SIPs and use them on on roof uh, panels, you get a convective air move where you get humidity carrying with the air in the joints from panel to panel, and you can trap moisture in there and have issues with that. So I think SIPs, which is pretty much 
much a walk-in cooler in a restaurant type structure was great but when you get up to the roof and you start messing with our humidity uh, they'd be great in northern Minnesota they're less popular the further south you get because of the inherent moisture you just can't get out of the interstitial or in between the studs or joists or such yeah, so, so I wasn't much thinking about it for the roof, but for just the side the sidewalls. Yeah, sidewalls are a pretty good deal. I they don't you don't get a whole lot of movement with that, and you can control the moisture better. So I, I'm I'm interested in that, but I will tell you that um, there's a reason they haven't been as popular. I, I thought they were going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread 20, 30 years ago. They didn't take off, and there are reasons for that with bugs and um, putting in electrical and chasing wires and remodeling 10, 15 years later. How do you get wires to it? So mm-hmm. uh, I- I- anyway, be war. This is about a six-hour conversation between you and me on what's the best building system, and you know that's after 50 years of experience. of. And uh, my starting the show with what I thought was the best is no longer the best. So, yes, yeah. Well, the, things change, right? Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> None of us are going to be here for other mother nature is undefeated. So don't try and fool her with too many wise building systems. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. All right, Mike. Good, great call. Appreciate it. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. Got to take a break here. I've had too many cups of coffee. I think Ed and I have been drinking coffee for too long. He was into the what's the best floor in St. Louis Hills. Boy, I could, I'd still be talking to him if, if the producer didn't say, come on, Scott, get, move on, move on. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMWX at your service. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, back together. Scott Mosby had just a little bit too much coffee this morning. Maybe I'm just going on and on and on, but we've had some great questions. Not too many of them, but some pretty deep conversations that gets into building science, kind of the things that I love and all the things that I thought were inviolate and true and absolute. Nope, moisture tears those apart too, and that moisture gets everywhere. So let's get back to my friend here and talk to John. Hey, John, good morning. Welcome to KMOX, friend. How can I help? Hey, Scott, I'm good. And you? I'm fantastic, sir. All right. Say, listen, do you uh, recommend um, insulating the floor of a crawl space? If so, uh, do you uh, insulate between the joists or do you insulate? around the side of the walls uh both um john this is a great question this is um boy you're you're not on the phd level of building science but you're the mba level for sure a master's uh number one um insulating over both the floor joists the wood boards on the floor and in between Mm -hmm. you want to cover the wood joists because if you put an r say 30 in between the boards but the boards mm-hmm. may be 12 inches tall, and they're just wood. Wood is, you know, R1 per inch, so you get an R12 right. versus an R. Th- so that wood becomes a thermal bridge, either for cold okay. or warm. So personally, what I would do is I would put fibrous insulation in between, and I would cover the bottom of that with a foam as well, or some sort of insulation to break keep the cold one layer of insulation away from both the wood and it also helps hold up the uh, um, uh, the fibrous insulation inside as well that would be the best now you're only half done 
because okay. now you own, you've insulated, but you still have a moisture problem down in this crawl space. So the 20 years ago, we just put, you know, holes in the side walls of the crawl space and we let the wind blow in and out. Well, that handle somewhat the moisture but not really any pipe or cold or any ductwork that might be down there that's you know out in the outdoors well that doesn't seem right. right so next is you insulate on the inside wall of that or, or or the outside wall of that foundation so that you likewise insulate or isolate keep that weather on the other side of that thermal barrier which is that sheet um uh, Dow styrofoam or the uh, right. pink uh, Owens Corning, those are the two suitable for damp locations. Right. And and, and, and once once that's done uh, and you put down the uh, poly on the on the floor uh, yes, and on the floor of the crawl space, uh, do you recommend uh, how many inches away from the foundation wall do you recommend putting that down uh, to get to get the drying power and everything? Uh, typically, the current the current knowledge on that uh, John is wrap that plastic up over, um, basically build a swimming pool down in your crawl space and then run a dehumidifier to dry it out. Because what you're so trying you're to, it, yeah, you you want it to be so just you're like it over the footing. Yes, sir. Over. Oh, now are you going to pour concrete in this thing? Well, no, uh, uh-uh. no, okay. I'm just going to leave it dirt. Good, good. Well, then your plastic would then be on the floor, six mil minimum, and if you talk to Helitech or one of the foundation guys, they will lobby for uh, a 24 or 30 mil, which is basically a swimming pool liner, and they'll put it mm-hmm. on the floor, up the walls, stop it at the walls with insulation on that outside wall, or you spray foam the inside of that crawl space concrete block or concrete foundation. You following that? The reason, yeah, I'm following that. The reason I was asking that is because insulating over the uh, footing, uh, I guess you need to get a good termite treatment for that because you don't want termites starting up and going up the footing and behind that insulation. Well, full disclosure, the termite guys listening are freaking out because that's exactly the problem. Now you create a termite problem and your inspection responsibility goes way up because now if you do what I'm advocating, you need a termite guy in there once or twice a year to check. Right, right. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Okay, okay John, well, got to go. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for your call. Good morning. Thank you. Hour one, Camwex Home Improvement uh, open and closed. We've got hour two coming up next after news, weather, and sports on Camwex.